Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of Troy Talks podcast. Uh, just want to give a shout out to all my listeners. Thank you for tuning in and listening. Uh, make sure uh, this particular episode, you please uh, share, download. Well, I have a, a, another special guest. Y'all know all my guests are very special. Uh, I'm very selective on who I pick and who I want to be a part uh, uh, of my interviews. But today, uh, this uh, young lady that I have, uh, she is uh, a localist, and she's a UGC creator. Uh, she is has been adding spice on LinkedIn, so make sure you check out LinkedIn. Uh, I like this. She's a status quo disruptor. So, in other words, she she's going to disrupt whatever's going on. She's not going to follow the norm. Uh, she's a mentor, 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 and she's always cur curious about learning. And today, my very special guest, all the way from the great state of uh, Arizona, uh, so Sophia Lovaz. Sophia, thank you for uh, deciding to join with me on this uh, podcast interview. Uh, did I miss anything? Is anything that I missed that you you said? Well, Troy, you didn't cover this. What what did I miss? <laughs> yeah, my, my headline. Um, no, I do a lot of work with entrepreneurship. I've got all these years of retail experience. I'm autonomous vehicle enthusiast. <laughs> um, but no, you did a really good job there. Thank you. You're welcome. Now, uh, I, I, I want to discuss something. And uh, there's a few things I want to discuss. But so number one, let me tell you a little bit how Sophia and I connected. We connected on LinkedIn. Uh, but Sophia said she had, uh, had been in some rooms with me on Clubhouse. So, uh, so she's kind of the incognito type of person. She just pops in and listen. You might not even know she's there, but uh, we connected. We did a one-on-one. Y'all know I believe in a relationship building, and uh, she gave me some tips. And one of the tips she gave me was about uh, reels. So one of the things I want to discuss is is about using reels. And I don't know if y'all know out there, uh, Instagram and Facebook, you can get paid for reels. Uh, so, Sophia, I want to talk a little bit about that, but I want to also talk about one of the reels she showed me was she was in a uh, self-driven vehicle, and she's been doing reels on there, and she's been getting a lot of attention on th those, and basically, she's just uh, in the vehicle, uh, going about her life, and just, uh, I guess, kind of doing a documentary or story of, of that experience. So, Sophia, tell us about that. Yeah. <laughs> in 2021, uh, the Google self-driving car project called Waymo became fully autonomous and they launched a fully autonomous taxi service. So, and to back up a little bit, in 2018, they had um, test families that could use this service and you couldn't document anything. You couldn't record in the car. You downloaded this app and you used it just like Uber. During those times, they had people in the front still to manually take over. They're still testing. Uh, they were just picking people up and using it like a taxi service while they were still testing. So in 2021, uh, the pandemic is, you know, we're kind of coming out of it. They released this service fully autonomous with nobody in the car. And it was released to the public, which means that anybody can download the app and use the service. So my very first ride alone, I decided to record the experience. 
for several reasons, you know, just in case something happened. <laughs> right, true. But also to, to, to show people what the experience is like. And I posted it on TikTok and it went viral. It was so overwhelming. So I was like, okay, every time I go in this vehicle, I'm just going to record my experiences and make them entertaining, put some music on there, add some words, post it. People started asking a lot of questions. And it really motivated me to talk about this technology more, especially since I'm not tech savvy in any regards. I don't know anything about autonomous technology or machine learning or AI, but I was motivated to learn more about it. Mm -hmm. Also, I really believe in what they're doing. They're increasing mobility and accessibility, making roads safer. And I really want as many people as possible to know that this exists and to try it if they can. So I started posting these on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, and it got the attention of a lot of different people, especially the folks at Waymo. I've been on news stations. I've been in different articles from Mashable to CNN. And this year I was able to actually meet the co-CEO of Waymo. She came to my house and we did a ride along. And none of this would have been possible if I wasn't documenting my experiences and posting them online. So, 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 so I have a celebrity I'm interviewing. So go ahead. <laughs> no, no, not at all. <laughs> Just in this space. No, no, not even. <laughs> Sophia, you know I'm a big clown. So, but uh, uh, go ahead. I'm sorry to interrupt you. No, that's that. okay. <laughs> uh, through posting these experiences. I've gotten more comfortable being in front of the camera and ventured out into my own comedic you know, realm where I post uplifting videos, I'll post dance things, especially on LinkedIn, because I feel like it's really stuffy on there mm -hmm. just to get people's blood going and or thought provoking posts from leadership lessons to failures to successes, anything I can do to highlight being a content creator and encouraging other people to do the same. And then Facebook started paying for, for reels. I got invited to the bonus program because I had been posting consistently. I met all of their qualifications. And, and monthly, I get a check from Facebook for posting my funny content, my autonomous content, my garden content, literally anything. And I'm getting paid to do so. So a couple things. Um, number one is when you first took your first ride in the in, with Waymo, where did you have some apprehension because it it it's not a it's not a human driving. So how was that experience and that your mindset and thinking? Yeah, the first ride I took was interesting. I actually you see a lot of these cars on the road, mm -hmm. but because there's someone sitting in the front you don't really believe they're driving themselves. So when I first went in there, I was looking for evidence of that person actually driving the vehicle. Mm -hmm. They were not, the, the okay. wheel was turning and their hands were on the side. Uh, okay. Their feet were not on the pedals. So I was like, okay, this, this is for real. <laughs> the car is actually <laughs> driving itself. And within two minutes of that ride, a bird had flown by mm -hmm. and the vehicle slammed on the brakes. Okay, And that employee, pressed some buttons and manually took over. Mm -hmm. Okay, That was scary. Okay, gotcha, okay. <laughs> but after that, 
I've noticed with each experience that it's much more smoother. Mm -hmm. You can tell it's learning very quickly. Okay. And that was in 2018 with someone in the front. In 2021, with no one in the car, it's a completely much more improved experience. Got not it. scary at all. Okay, not scary. Now, I don't think, now is this in selected areas? Because I, I don't think I've seen it in, I'm in Pensacola, so I'm in a small town. So I'm not in a major city. So is it in selected areas that they're uh, offering the services? Yes, in this particular area, it's the Tempe, Chandler, Mesa okay. area of Phoenix. Mm -hmm. And it's about a 50 square mile radius where they service. So I can't take it just anywhere that I'd like to. Got it. So where do you normally uh, go to take it? Or, well, let me ask you this. Someone who really using the service, you know, as a service to get around, where would they go to use the services? And what's the difference between there and, and Uber? Is it is it less expensive than Uber? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'll answer that one first. Okay. Sometimes it's significantly cheaper than Uber. Okay. I've booked round trips with this thing and mm -hmm. the cost of the round trip in a Waymo was mm -hmm. the cost one way with the Uber. Got it. Okay. Okay. So, and it probably depends on the, their algorithm and the time of the day, how many drivers are available, all those kinds of things probably go into that. But yes, sometimes the Waymo is much cheaper. Okay. Uh, I've taken it grocery shopping. We've gone in the car as a family. Okay. Uh, the kids, my husband, we take it to restaurants. We've taken it to drop them off. I've taken it to work. And if you're really lucky and all of those things are within the service area, good mm -hmm. for you. <laughs> for me to work, I had to take it to the outer limits and then okay. bird scooter the rest of the way. Okay. Now, your husband and the kids, their first experience, how was that? Yeah, the kids, they, you know, we have a, an 18 year old and she's just like, not phased she's like okay. Meh, you know uh but the older the 22 year old and the nine year old they love it okay okay <laughs> and then my husband he he likes the experience too okay He's a little more uh apprehensive than i right. may be, you know but but overall we do like the service gotcha great okay so, so thank you for that and it, it, if, if y'all want more information connect with sophia about waymo we may pick this up again in this conversation. Uh, but I want to talk about the reels and the tips and strategies that you were able to get to make money, you know, because we, we were posting content and hey, if you can post content and get paid uh, now for to be transparent, uh, I am posting reels and I have gotten paid. I haven't got to the level of Sophia yet. Uh, but uh, she told me where level she is. So I hadn't gotten there yet, but she's can give us some tips on how to get there. Yeah. So uh, first and foremost, you know, it's always said that the riches are in the niches. So mm -hmm. if you have specific content that is super niched down, then you're probably going to grow much quicker at a much faster rate if you can be consistent with posting. So specifically with Facebook Reels, because that's where I'm getting paid, they pay per view. And then they have several different bonus programs that you could be invited to. And for the most part, you have to have at least five reels posted and they have to have at least 100,000 views in, I think it's a month, it might be three month period, but, mm -hmm. but basically that you have reels that you're posting and that you're getting views. They invite you, there is no way to apply per se yet. So you just need to be posting so that mm -hmm. you get their attention. What I've found particularly helpful is joining groups, Facebook groups, 
that have anything to do with the kind of videos that you're posting. So for me, one of my videos that went viral, that's really driving the views for me, was a garden post. It was a tomato hornworm on one of my leaves and it like ate half the plant in overnight. I posted that with a funny song and it just synced with certain cuts that I made. Mm -hmm. And that video took off completely. And I joined some garden groups that I was already a part of and decided to share that video in those groups. And the views and the new followers came from that activity. Okay. So it wasn't just enough for me to post it on my page because at the time I only had 400 followers and those were mainly friends and family. Mm -hmm. But since that video took off in the last three months, I grew to 6,500 followers. And those are just people who've seen my videos that have gone viral uh, following me to see more of my content. So joining groups is really helpful. Joining groups. Okay, that's that's the first. So let me ask you, let me let me drill down. Joining groups in probably groups that uh ideal customer or niche groups yes. were, okay. Yes. So the videos are there, does it do you have a certain is it entertainment? Is it educational? Um, how long? You know, yeah. some of these these other questions. So I was I was taking because there's so many different approaches that you could take to this. I was strictly focused on trending sounds. Okay. Okay. So this particular video has a trending music that has an interesting cut um, where it gets louder, where the dramatic thing happens. Yeah. So I show a smaller version of that worm on a mm-hmm. basil plant, and then when the music gets louder, mm-hmm. it cuts to the big thick worm that okay. a lot of people have never experienced before. So they get they even get scared when they yeah. see it. Okay. That's perfect generates lots of engagement, a lot of comments. Okay. Comment section really blew up there. So uh, so I was focused on trending sounds. Okay. You can use any music that you'd like that's within Facebook's library. Mm-hmm. You can upload your own video, your own music. I stick to around 15 seconds. That seems to be what works for me. 15 seconds, okay. Yes, 15 seconds. Okay. Uh, now, okay. time of day? Yeah, time of day, uh, if you you can explore experiment with this, I've tried in the mornings at 7 a.m., I've tried in the evenings at 9 p.m., and one time accidentally I posted at 2 a.m. It doesn't seem to make a difference. Okay. okay. Garden groups that I'm in are worldwide. They have 900,000 followers in them, and they're from everywhere, from New Zealand to Australia to England to okay. the United States. So it didn't seem to matter what time I posted that the, the videos. Got it. Got it. So now it was uh, it was something that you said. Uh, oh, the music. What, what I found is uh, the music wise, uh, Facebook has more music uh, choices than Instagram. Uh, Instagram doesn't have a lot of, of music choices, but Facebook, Facebook does. Now, why Facebook or why not Instagram? Yeah. So I was going heavy on Instagram, but Mm -hmm. since I'm not niched down in any way, Mm -hmm. my growth is not really exponential or exploding. It's like, it's just got a combination of everything. Mm -hmm. Instagram is really good for sound bits. People make a lot of cuts with music Mm -hmm. or just talking sound bits. Those Mm -hmm. are really funny. Okay. Facebook doesn't have as much of that. Okay. So what I like to do is Sometimes I'll record my content on Instagram, post it, download it, upload it to CapCut, and that allows you to extract the sound. 
And then I'll download that and upload it to Facebook. But now Instagram and Facebook are connected with reels. So when mm -hmm. I post in to Instagram, it's automatically uploading to my Facebook, which makes life so much easier. So you're posting it on Instagram first and then with the, and then it goes to the, to the Facebook. Okay. Yes. I do that now. And okay. that's because I like to use the trending, the trending sounds that, and Facebook doesn't seem to have that. Got it. Okay. Facebook has a really good music library. Right. But trending sounds, audio clips, Instagram has that or CapCut, TikTok, okay. those apps. Now you, you, now you have a big following on TikTok too, right? Yeah, that, now that's because it's completely niched down to the autonomous vehicle experience. That's all I post on there. So okay, it's got really it. easy to grow. That, that grew very, very fast. Okay, got it. Okay, grow. okay. So now how many followers do you have on TikTok? TikTok, we're up to 38,000 now. 30, okay. And then how many on Facebook now? 6,500. 6,500. And then uh, Instagram? I think I'm at 1,100. So TikTok is where you have the most engagement. Uh, but TikTok, you don't get paid, right? You, you TikTok, get I, I get paid. I'm in their creator program, but it doesn't pay anywhere near what Facebook is doing. Got it. Got it. What other tips that you can share with us uh, yeah. that would help somebody who are on their social media journey? Uh, they're trying to get exposure they're trying to build a business and but you also they mentioned you help business owners what else tips that, that you can share yeah so a lot of times people have they're uncomfortable with getting in front of the camera and there's a lot of uh, imposter syndrome that mm -hmm. has to be overcome in order to feel comfortable doing that many times it's because we wear a mask depending on who our audience is mm -hmm. and we haven't fully owned our identity or we don't feel safe enough to be our true authentic self mm -hmm. So first you have to address that. Well, what are you willing to be vulnerable, vulnerable mm -hmm. about? What are your expertise areas? What are the things you can talk about for an hour without mm -hmm. any help, right? right? Without any notes. And get in front of your camera, your phone, because there's no more excuses. Everybody's phone <laughs> has a camera, okay? True, true. Record yourself talking about that subject mm -hmm. and record it again and record it again and watch yourself. Because the first time I started doing this, I had about a hundred drafts and I was uncomfortable with the way I sound, with the way I look. I made excuses about my eye not being open all the way or the sun, whatever. Get all of those kinks out. Yeah, true. The more you practice doing that, it's like building a muscle. The more confident you will be to, to create more video. Now, if you absolutely cannot get in front of the camera, you just won't do it. Good. You don't have to do that. You can record everything that you're doing. If you're an artist, put the camera above like this so it's recording your drawings and do time lapses, put some music behind it, use words. You don't have to be physically in front of the camera. You can now, do voiceovers. Now you let me add. Voiceovers. You, there's so many things you can do, but what you need to do is commit to documenting it. You need to commit to using your phone, your camera to record things. Once you do that, create a lot so that you have a bank of uh, videos ready to go and decide what your cadence is going to be for showing up online. For me with LinkedIn, I wasn't taking that seriously. And when I decided I was gonna show up every single day, 
I grew so quickly on that platform. Mm -hmm. the, the formula is the same for all of these platforms. You need to decide what cadence you want to show up as. Is it once a week? Is it three times a week? And then stick to that because your audience and the algorithm is going to start to understand when you show up, what you show up as, what you're going to be talking about, and then it will favor you, but you have to, you have to favor it too. You have to show up consistently. So you've so got your bank of content and your cadence for showing up. You've got to post, you've got to engage, you've got to engage other people's posts. You got to build that visibility. When you're engaging other people's posts, they'll see who you are. They'll come to your page. They'll see your content. And this is how you will start to grow an audience and a following. Now, Sophia, let me ask you, uh, with your uh, videos that you're doing, 15 seconds on uh, Facebook, are they uh, face or faceless or a combination? Yeah, they're a combination. Okay. Uh, you'll see my comedy. I do a lot of skits. Okay. I rarely do the talking head videos that I would mm -hmm. maybe normally do on a LinkedIn, mm -hmm. but I'm trying to go for entertainment okay. and education. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And for those that are listening in, there's a term that I didn't originally coin. We called it edutainment, which is education and entertainment together. So if you can educate someone and entertain them at the same time, you're killing two birds with one stone. It real it will get you engagement and, and get you followers because you're doing both. A lot of relatable content too. If I post things about working from home and the, mm -hmm. the different things that come up from that, those get a lot of engagement. A lot of people can relate to that. So you you know, uh, I haven't checked your videos out, but uh, but I, I have to now, especially the ones on Facebook, uh, because I'm a student. So I'm gonna go look at them and see. Okay. Um, and I'm gonna get some ideas. I'm gonna get some tips. I'm gonna put my own spin on it. Uh, yeah. But that's how I do. I, I learn from from that. The work from home videos. Why are those so uh, so popular? Yeah, because they're relatable. They're things that we're doing that we work when we work from mm -hmm. home that we don't do when we were working in person. So, for mm -hmm. example, I'm mostly wearing my robe, but under my robe <laughs> is my work clothes. So. <laughs> So just that, see, you see, you right. see how yes. that is? Like, yes. every, everybody has some version of what they're wearing while they right. work from home versus when uh, an unexpected call comes in, video yeah. call, and how quickly they're able to convert to business mode. Right. Yeah. Right. They're able to, to, to switch roles. Uh, yes. <laughs> yes. And then there's like garden stuff. I, I coined my, you know, I've labeled myself as an amateur gardener, even though I've been doing it for 11, for all my life, really, even with my parents. Uh -huh. Right. And how scared I am whenever a butterfly comes flying by because I think it's a bug or, okay. uh, you know, just the funny movements that I make or right. screaming at a caterpillar or, or a hummingbird. Gardeners find that relatable and they think it's funny. And, and I know it is because it's, it's authentic video. It's not something that's scripted. These things are really happening to me and I'm just yeah. relating them to you right. as, as another gardener, right? Or as another work from home employee. <laughs> So is gardening more of a solace or sanctuary for you? Yes. This is okay. where I go when I'm overwhelmed and I need some vitamin D, sunlight. Okay. Uh, I go outside to take a breather and take in the nature and the beauty. And it just grounds me. It reminds me to be more mindful. Awesome. Now, 
you're not originally from Arizona, am, am I correct? Correct. So do you like the weather in Arizona? Because I know it gets hot out there. And I, and I know it doesn't have the humidity like here, uh, but it gets hot out there. Yeah, uh, no. <laughs> I'm from Miami, Florida. I'm used to the beaches. And I'm used to it being very easy to grow whatever you want. Mm -hmm. My mom, she's from Haiti. And she everything she puts in the ground grows. So she okay. has this huge mango tree. And she has a huge avocado tree. I have tried to grow both of these things every single year. And I've documented it in very funny okay. videos. <laughs> uh, they die. They always die. <laughs> Is it because of the, the climate, different type of climate? I think there's just various reasons. Like I've tried growing them indoors and maybe I bring them outside too early because it's too hot. Maybe or is it the operator, it. Sophia? Yeah. Is it the operator? <laughs> Wait, at some point, I'm going to have to realize it's me. <laughs> and you can but document you know that. Yeah. Those are the things that I document. Yeah, right. Yeah. I don't yeah. have a problem not right. being perfect at these things. Right. And yeah. people relate to that. Right. You could you could like document uh how to how to kill a fruit tree, exactly. you know, and, 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 and make your laugh or joke about it. <laughs> and I totally do. <laughs> <laughs> what other tips you got for us, uh, Sophia? Any, anything we're missing? Uh, yeah. So let's say I'm a new person. I just got on social media and you telling me, hey, uh, to get on video. Uh, where will you tell me to start and why? I would tell you to start looking for stories in every every aspect of your life that you're willing to share. Because it is very overwhelming to tell someone, well, you need to show your face and you need to talk mm -hmm. about your expertise. So maybe what you should be, and everyone already has content on their phone, by the way. Everyone yeah. takes pictures of things. Everyone records their food. Like you already actually have content in your camera roll right now. So what you actually need to get comfortable doing is when you're scrolling on social media, save posts that you can that you say to yourself i could do that i could easily do that yeah i do that i screenshot save those posts yeah. yeah save the sounds that are in those posts mm -hmm. go to the templates of the platforms instagram now has templates that you can use tiktok has always had templates that you can use download CapCut. it is free it's a free editing tool and it it is actually where a lot of these influencers make all of these amazing looking videos they're just templates. Download CapCut, go to templates. You will find where all those fast pictures that are moving with, in sync with the with this music, mm -hmm. it's literally a template. You just put your picture in there and it will take care of the rest. You put, it even tells you two videos, five pictures. That's how they're making this content. Got it. I, I, I Today, I, I, I did something a little different. I have been seeing people uh, have a video uh, with a, a tweet, and so it's a it's a video background, and then it's a tweet on there. Yeah. And so I did my first one today. Matter of fact, I had an ocean video background, and then I added a tweet in it. But I did it in uh, Canva. Uh, so uh, so it was my first one uh, that I did. Well, I actually did two today. One was a a, a lady, but I did do one with the with the background. So I'm experimenting uh, myself. And, and change in different things and 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 you know just experiment you know what yeah. what's, what they say abc uh i mean ab uh abt is that it always be tested yes yeah and you know that's really important too because there's going to be days where you don't feel like creating at all yes true so on those days where you have a lot of energy and you're mm -hmm. already doing the work to make and make your edits and create videos create as many as you can 
-hmm. Create as many as you can and try to find very mundane things. Try to see content in that, like pouring mm -hmm. coffee. I made a video where I was just pouring coffee and drinking it. And I used the Mentos commercial song behind it. And it did really, really well. <laughs> and um, and that was on a day when I didn't feel like doing anything. So I just set up the tripod and just recorded stuff, recorded me working. You never know how you're going to use this content. So I, when I go outside in my garden now, I set up the tripod, I put my mm -hmm. phone on it and you'll, it's just me watering the plants. Mm -hmm cutting old dead leaves, picking up trash or whatever. And then on days when I don't feel like really being funny or creating anything, I'll go through that. I'll go to a template on CapCut. I'll mm -hmm. cut those videos in there and just put some words of inspiration. And that's it. Boom, you got content. Well, you know, you said something too that um, it, it opened, kind of opened my eyes because uh, again, I'm a student. So sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm going through uh facebook and then it'll say reels i click on the reel and i'm seeing it's got fifteen thousand views and i'm like i don't see what people what, what you know i'm trying to figure out what is it that got all the views and so you kind of made me get it like you said pouring coffee you know it just uh uh some new uh, mundane and pouring coffee and people start looking at it. So uh, so it kind of opened my eyes a little bit because I'm like, I don't see what the, the big, uh, uh, I, I, uh, one, I see that gets a lot of views if it's fashion, you know, woman uh, fashion. Uh, and I know people looking to buy and stuff, but it get a lot of views. I see those. Yeah, uh, but, yeah. uh, but I'm just, you know, my side, I'm thinking, well, why is this getting so many views? What is it that's catching people's attention? That's a good point. Uh, and that's a really funny point because I've been trying to motivate people to get their butts on Facebook reels. Be and I use videos like that where I see it and I'm like, mm -hmm. I don't understand why this went viral. Yeah. And I send that to people and mm -hmm. they're like, what is this? Right. And I'm like, yeah. exactly. But this person right. is monetizing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's point. an audience for everything and anything that you can think of. Hello, feet pics went viral. Remember this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. There's an audience for everything. And, and there's literally no excuse. There's no excuse anymore. Yeah. People are posting the weirdest things. This lady um, poured lemonade and put it on a, on a wall. Mm -hmm. And that video got 25,000 views, 2000 comments. I went in the comments. Cause I was like, All right, I need to know what are people talking about? In <laughs> right. this yeah. And it was their lemonade recipes. I'm like, are you kidding me? are you kidding me <laughs> and this then you said a poor poor quality video very poor quality yeah. video monetizing yeah and i guess you said i could did did that you know what i'm saying <laughs> anybody could do that yeah so the point is experiment my page is a huge experience experiment on facebook you're going to mm -hmm. go on there you're going to find comedy you're going to find fashion you're going to find that car that drives itself you're going to find garden but it's monetizing yeah yeah it is experiment Sophia, um, I've enjoyed this. Uh, try to keep this uh, a certain length. We probably could go uh, hours, uh, but a couple of things. Number one, final thoughts. And number two, tell the people how they can find you, how they can connect with you. Yeah. It might be somebody is hearing this video and say, hey, I, I want to follow her. I want to connect her or I want to hire her. So how can they, number <laughs> one, final thoughts and then how they can find you and connect with you? Uh, my final thoughts are to start practicing using your phone as a content creation machine. 
as a storyteller, as a story capture, as a documentary person, whatever you want to call it, see your phone as a monetizing channel because you already have content on your camera roll that you can start. You're already documenting things in your life. True. So what I'm asking you to do is to just see the stories in everything that you are doing, including and especially the most mundane things, because people can relate to it. And I can be found at simplyvisibility.com. That's the name of my company where I help people get in front of the camera. I, we do a lot of identity work. I help you get comfortable with showcasing your value and your talents on LinkedIn specifically. But I'm also helping people get on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook Reels, all that jazz, anything you need help with social media wise, Sophia at simplyvisibility.com. You can follow me on Facebook, Sophia Lavas, on LinkedIn at Sophia Lavas, or Instagram at Sophia Lavas. And notice the title of a business, Simple Visibility. So yeah. she's giving you simple things that you can do to make yourself visible and monetization. Uh, and so uh, uh, remember, uh, uh, those that are listening in, she mentioned about niching down, joining groups, uh, also uh, imposter syndrome, get over imposter sy syndrome. If you, if, you, if you still can't get over it, still do videos using uh, uh, not your face, use uh, words of inspiration. So Sophia, thank you so much uh, for uh, sharing your wisdom, your insights. Uh, I hope everybody, uh, again, thank y'all for listening to this uh, episode. Uh, please, when it comes out, please make sure you download it, make sure you share it, make sure you listen to it, and also give us a review. Uh, we want to get your uh, uh, constructive criticism and tell us what we could have done better. Uh, Sophia, thank you so much. Uh, my audience, my community, uh, thank you again for your support. I hope everybody have a great rest of their day. Thank you for having me. You are so welcome.